hello. Welcome to another episode of Killer's Crossbase. It's been almost three, two months. Mm-hmm. May was our last time, mm-hmm. which we've had a lot of things going on with me getting out of the security field and starting a new job, which I've adjusted to fairly well. And, well, that's more of the second important thing. The first important thing, Olivia's got to have surgery next month. So we got all that coming up. But like I said, this episode is going to kind of be the introduction to Eric Miller's case. Sorry, I had a little uh, issue there. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Eric Miller, I've been talking to you here recently. He wrote a book I've not yet read yet. And he has a website that we're going to, he said we can use anything off that. If we have any questions, we can ask him. Or if you guys have any questions, I can ask him about his case. So this is going to be an introduction of kind of what he done. But he's got, what did I tell you, life sentence without parole. Mm-hmm. And he kind of feels that he shouldn't have got that. But he seems like an interesting guy. Like I like talking to him. And like I said, I can't wait to read his book. But anyways, his case goes back to November 1st, 2006. But he met a gentleman named Jamie Brucker at an adult bookstore. And the two men you know, talked for a little bit and exchanged phone numbers, agreeing to set each other up with dates. Well, what it is, Jamie was gay. and Eric wasn't, but the next night that they both went to Jamie's apartment to drink, and Miller, well, Eric, owned a 12-gauge shotgun, which he left in his vehicle when he went inside the apartment, and at some point in the night, they went to the store to get more beer, and while they were driving, Jamie tried to touch Eric's leg, and Eric punched him in the face. Okay, they also went to Eric's house that he shared with his parents to use the internet, and when Jamie became loud, Eric put a ninja star, a bloody, ablated martial arts weapon that you know, which you know what a ninja star is. Most, I'm assuming, like that, <laughs> most shouldn't know what it is. <laughs> to his throat, the two men then returned to Jamie's apartment. But this is um, look, the court file that was filed in 2009. This kind of, like I said, it gives like a little background of what happened. But he said that he, Eric told police during interviews that. Jamie repeatedly expressed a desire to die, which he has talked about in the letter that, you know, he killed a guy that was suicidal and that Eric had expressed to Jamie that he would be willing to kill him. And Eric saw this as killing two birds with one stone. If you've been in the group page and you'll see where I post the book, why it's called why Miller turned killer is the title of the book. If you would like to pick up a copy, like I said, I haven't read it yet, but it looks very interesting and he's written more books too. But anyways, um, so basically, this would allow him to satisfy his craving to kill someone and at the same time do Jamie a favor. And at first, Miller, well, Eric thought that Jamie might not be serious about his suicidal thoughts, but stated that as soon as I seriously knew he wanted to die, I knew I would seriously kill him. Then Miller went to his vehicle and retrieved the gun. Sorry if you can hear our washer in the background. But as part of their agreement, Eric would fulfill Jamie's last quest by allowing Jamie to perform oral sex on him. I guess it got down to he loaded the gun, and I guess that didn't really work. And then they, he volunteered to lay down the bed holding a shotgun, allow Jamie attempt again to arouse him. Didn't work. And then that, that was the point that Jamie straddled Eric and to try to insert his penis into his butthole. Then Eric did not see this as part of the agreement and tried to push Jamie off him. He asked Jamie, do you want to die? And he said yes. And Eric shot him in the head just before 7 a.m. on November 3rd, 2006. And Eric then got off the bed and shot him twice 
well, another time in the head, second time in the head. And Eric attempted to clean up, you know, his apartment, remove any evidence. He went home, showered to get the blood off of him. He, don't, he then told his father he had killed a man and left his house. And he returned to Jamie's residence to retrieve the cell, his cell phone, which he had accidentally left behind, which Jamie's cell phone. And he planned to flee the state without getting caught. However, Eric's father contacted the police and informed them that his son had possibly killed someone. An officer contacted Eric on his cell phone, planned to meet him near a hospital, and Eric lied to the officer, telling him he, he did not have a gun with him. And at 9.13 a.m., area police officers stopped Eric's car as it approached an interstate on-ramp. The officers testified that Eric exhibited no signs of intoxication. That's where they found the shotgun, drops of blood on it, clothing with blood on it, and an empty beer bottle. And he was taken into custody, and then they searched us. Him and found the driver's license, cell phone, six dollars, all belonging to Jamie. So basically, that's what all of it boils down to of his case, and that's kind of what he's fighting against, saying that he should have got full of the manslaughter. I told you, yeah, because since the guy actually wanted to die, it's like so. This is kind of just going to be a shorter episode for this week. I know this is not very long, but this is kind of the introduction into Eric's thing, and like I said, we'll be sharing some things coming up. So, what? what? I have thoughts, but if we're not talking well, about it. Well, you can. Okay. But wouldn't that, I feel like maybe the lines kind of got crossed because it was, like, it almost seems like rapey vibes going on. <laughs> like, that's not okay. My understanding with the book, uh, why well, he says I've been in the darker things in life, so he wanted to kill somebody. I don't know if that's what they used against him. Well, is where he, he wanted to the, the desire, <laughs> but like he said that, you know, he so done it. But the yourself. book, I guess, is kind of talks about his life story, so it's an autobiography of like why he done what he done and what made him. Well, that's that nice, point. but I mean, it goes from punch him in the face for him trying to touch his leg, and then it goes into like allowing him, like consenting to be like, yeah, like you can try or whatever. And then it, like, turns into, like, these rapey vibes, and then it goes into, like, he shoots him twice. Like, I kind of wonder if that's what kind of Maybe he was it. just trying to make sure he was dead or something. Like, maybe he was, like, shooting it or something. Like, you know how some people survive. I wonder if things. that's what they wondered with, like, the second shot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he shot him once, but he shot him again. Yeah, like, like he know. shot him in the head, and then he shot him in the head again. So I mean, think the first I'm time. all for assisted suicide in certain senses. I think there would have to be like rules, but we've talked about that before. Uh-huh. Like I agree with it to certain extents, but that should have been planned way better. Like that was just a mess. Like, yeah, that's messy. Can't be sloppy with it. Like I said, I'll have to look. I've only looked at a few of the articles that he shared, and like I said, if you guys have any questions, just uh, shoot us a message. And we will ask him, like I said, I usually get a letter back from him maybe every two, three weeks, if that, if not sooner than that, which I just sent him a letter out, I think, last week. And he was telling us, you know, like I said, use anything off his website, which I got his website. Like I said, I've read a few articles, like little pieces, and he kind of is trying to get his case out there in that area because he, like I said earlier, he thinks he deserves manslaughter. Uh, which is surprising because I asked him if he got any hate mail. He said he never had. But he also said that uh, uh, Jamie's family didn't really care about him until after he was murdered. And they're like, oh, my poor son. But where he was gay, 
Well, he got attention from it. Well, he was gay, so they disowned him, which is not right. And his siblings didn't want them to be him to be around his nieces and nephews because they felt that he would turn them gay. Oh, okay. So they have a very closed-minded. So it's what it sounds like. Sounds like around here, actually, but it's Iowa. Oh, it's man. Iowa is where all this happened, which I'm not sure how that state is, but it definitely sounds like it's our little town because I've heard people actually make that comment against yeah. people that are gay, which is nothing wrong with that. Like that's not how it works. Then that's probably why the guy was suicidal too. Anyways, like he well, had like he, he had, had nobody. nobody. And if his family's like, oh, you can't see your family because you might turn him gay, then right there you go. Like, like to be that hateful about something you can't help. Yeah, like I don't understand how people are like that. I mean, and this wasn't that long ago. Two thousand six is not that long yeah. ago. Well, I mean, look at everything today. There's still people that are like. Oh yeah, time doesn't change. Know. Crazy. <laughs> like it literally doesn't. <laughs> History repeats itself. Yes, like I said, this is just like I said, just a little introduction into the case, just to try to get it out there. And then, like I said, well, I'm not sure how many episodes we'll do with like topics that he has. But like I said, if you guys have questions, stuff like that, we'll do that and try to get a few other things out there. But we do have another episode. Like I said, we're going to try to do instead of every Friday, every other Friday. We might do every Friday, every now and then. But like I said, with everything going on. Because once she has her surgery again, it's going to... If you follow our social medias, you'll be able to keep up better with I usually post when in we're going to post. So it's usually in the group I post more. Like, you'll see you more things I don't post. You should post more on post. the Facebook group, though. I mean, not the group, the page. I do sometimes. That's probably where we're going to get more traffic, because there's not that many people in the group. Eh, about a thousand. But the only thing with pages, if they don't follow, then it goes... You'd have to make sure you're following to see the post, because if you're not following, then you're not going to see the post. Yeah, we're trying to get more interaction going, so that way everybody can be aware, because we've had a lot of people be like, oh, well, I didn't know when you'd put this out. Like, I know we're not on a strict schedule with it, but if you follow our social medias, you'll get updated posts. Which we were on a previous strict schedule, and like I said, the work thing was... Life just Yeah, happens. the work work thing was unexpected. And if people can't understand it, don't follow us anyway. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. I don't want to tell you. But other than that, too, like overall, we're doing good. It's just work and your surgery, which your surgery is what we're preparing for now. Yeah. But like I said, I'm not sure how our schedule will be then, but we'll try to get some stuff out, which, like I said, we're going to have an episode to talk about Chad Fox with the Samantha Burns case, with some stuff going on with him in the last couple of years, give an update on that and talk about the incident that happened with him. So it's going to kind of be kind of a touchy-feely, controversial thing if you look at it that way. Because some people are going to be like, well, he deserved it. And some people may be like, no, he didn't deserve it. But anyways, before we end this episode, the way, if you would like to win a free, co- a free copy of one of my books, uh, Philip Jamlonski, The Death Row Teddy Bear, or My Bible on Death Row, which is about Danny Bible. Sorry, I was, like went. Almost <laughs> thoughtless on those. But anyways, if you'd like to win a free copy of one of those, all you have to do, um, we're going to do a random number generator thing. But what you have to do. Since, to enter. Well, since there's two books. So you you might be able to win both. If not, you're going to at least win one. But, we're going to have two winners. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like. It's probably going to be two winners because nobody's going to pick. But what I want you to do, would you say one through 100? Pick two numbers between one to 100. So the first number you pick will go to Philip's book. The second number you pick will go to Danny's book. And then we'll do the random generator. 
Okay, well, so go to our Facebook page, and we're going to have a post. Well, no, just messages. Just message. So go to our Facebook page, Killers Crossbase, message, message us, and then give us two two random numbers between 1 and 100. And that'll enter your name into the drawing for either one. Yeah. So the first number will be Philip, second number will be Danny, and then we'll put you down, write your name down, everything, and then uh, what is the day? Today is the 8th, July 8th. The 8th. So this episode will be coming out tomorrow on the 9th. So we'll end it next next Friday. So the 16th, you have until the 16th to shoot us a message. Like I said, Killer's Crawlspace. Just look us up on Facebook if you don't follow us. And then just shoot us two random numbers between 1 and 100. You can also, like if you want to pick 25, you can use 25 for both. So anything like that. Um. What do we do? We ship anywhere in the U.S. Um, I don't know how it is to like ship I, over. I have shipped overseas. Like it's the money wise a little bit different, but with it just being one book, it shouldn't be too bad. So okay, so should, it's for everyone. Yeah, I know we have a lot of listeners that are outside of the United States yeah. as well. But the only thing, it will be in English, so keep that in mind. And I yeah. have signed both of them. And like I said, mostly both of the books. Kind of a little bit about their life and then the letters and stuff that I had received to them. So I have talked to both of them. They're both have passed away. But with Philip, you get crazy content with how Phillips he was. Philip is raunchy, yeah. Yeah, you get artwork that he done, just random stuff. Danny was more of a religious guy. And I kind of talk about the, because uh, he was like against, because where his health was deteriorating. So you kind of get the aspect of that, of how he tried to get out of getting the death sentence, which he still got. Like, so there's not much on his case. So his letters will share a little bit about his life. And then I have two other killers that's in it that are religious and kind of get their point of view on some things towards the end. So like I said, both of them are very good if you like that type of thing. That's kind of what sells it, just seeing the personal letters from them. But like I said, all you got to do, go to our page, send us a message, pick a number between 1 and 100, twice, and we'll write you down your name. And then, like I said, the 16th, so next Friday, it will end, and then we will tally up and do a random generator, and, and then we'll message whoever wins it. But uh, we thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one.